Houston uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twain. Tranquility. We copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. Martin, would you like to actually go to the moon? Oh, that's a really hard question. I'd say it depends on the time of the month. And that's not why you think, because I know too much about uh, space radiation and how absolutely horrendous it can be. I study Earth's magnetosphere. What's that? Well, it's a, sort of our like protective shield against a lot of the radiation and particles in, in space. Given the, moon, the moon's orbit around the Earth every 28 days, it does pass into the magnetosphere within a certain part of that. So if it's during that time, then yeah, totally. But what about you, Miriam? I mean... Given that, I'd certainly go in that time. And although I am quite scared of radiation as well, I'd probably convince myself that, you know, among the astronauts who've gone to space, uh, there doesn't seem to be a higher degree of cancer among them. They are a tiny sample, of course, but I'd probably use that to convince myself that it was safe. Okay, engine stop. Houston, uh, tranquility. Okay, so after all that, we should probably introduce ourselves. I'm Miriam Frankel. I'm science editor at The Conversation UK. And I'm Martin Archer, a space plasma physicist at Queen Mary University of London. Right, so we are here to tell you about a new podcast series launching on July 3rd from The Conversation called To the Moon and Beyond. We'll be your hosts as we explore the last 50 years of space exploration and the 50 years ahead of us. We've been talking to academic experts around the world who have dedicated their lives to studying the wonders of space. And we're going to start in 1969 with Neil Armstrong's first footsteps on the lunar surface. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. But what happened next once Armstrong and the Apollo 11 team made it back home? We'll be learning what impact the moon landings had on humanity and why they have generated so many conspiracy theories. We'll find out why nobody has been back to the moon since the astronauts of Apollo 17 bid their goodbyes in 1972. And as we leave the moon and Taurus Littrell, we leave as we came... And God willing, as we shall return, with peace and hope for all mankind, Godspeed the crew of Apollo 17. And who's going to be the first country to send people back to the lunar surface? Will it be the US, with NASA pledging to put Americans on the moon again by 2024 as a stepping stone to get to Mars? Or will it be China? which became the first country to successfully land a rover on the far side of the moon this year and plans to build a base there at some point in the not-too-distant future. This week, China landed a spacecraft on the far side of the moon and sent back pictures, something no other country has done before. As a new space race hots up, we'll find out how billionaires and businesses are shaking things up and what they want to do when they actually make it to the moon. And we'll also look at plans to use the moon as a staging post for future space exploration and how that might work. 
We'll be speaking to space scientists, historians, lawyers, futurists, psychologists and a former astronaut turned academic for this five-part series. To the Moon and Beyond is a new global collaboration between different editions of the conversation around the world from the US, UK, Australia, Canada, South Africa and France. The first episode will launch on July 3rd. You can find all the episodes on theconversation.com where you can also read loads more articles as we mark the 50th anniversary of the NASA moon landings. You can also subscribe to To the Moon and Beyond wherever you get your podcast from. Hit subscribe now. Do go tell your friends about it too and enjoy the journey. Lift up on Apollo 11. Tower clear.